Hello and welcome back to the Chatterkey podcast, uh, where we usually talk media in the form of reviews or topical-based discussions. Uh, I'm your host, Drinking Thomas Hughes, and I'm glad this is my last recording of today because uh, this is my sixth recording of the day. Jesus Christ. I've done three gaming recordings by myself, and I did two reviews with Alex, so this is my fucking final recording of the day. <laughs> Uh, and it's a doozy because obviously uh, this is the Golden Cave Awards. Golden Cave. It's the Golden Cave. <laughs> Fender, but kind of show him your Golden Cave. Oh, mine's not golden, mine's muddy. Oh. <laughs> Put a sludge water. Oh. <laughs> and if you care, if you're lucky enough, a little brown dragon will pop out. Little <laughs> <laughs> <No> turtle dragon. <laughs> You, you, you let it pop out and you carve it into a little dragon face, don't you? <laughs> Eat it. I gave him out in a mould him. It, look, it looks like the, um, the fucking uh, Alaskan ball worm from uh, Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the scene when they go into the figures of the cave, but it's just the head. It, that's just you. Except in terms of going into the cave, it's the ass. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, so this is not just the Golden Cave Awards. It is also our 100th episode. I thought... How better to celebrate than the first of our annual awards shows where we give awards to movies, TV shows, and games based on obviously the best of last, obviously, best of the previous year, uh, and the worst. Uh, so obviously, how this is going to work, I've got Connor PowerPoint presentation, I've sent my link to it. Uh, obviously, the number at the top, Connor, where obviously, if you go on the first slide at the way, where it says number one. Yeah. So basically, that is the order you're doing them. So okay. obviously, your number, you'll be the first presenter. What's you going get... on with number eight, blank? <laughs> what do you mean? Number eight, just a blank page. <laughs> what do you mean number eight, just a blank page? I fucking did this earlier. There's one. Is I've seen it says uh, obviously two has the little red box, and then three, four, five, six, seven, and eight is just a white screen. Okay, so what was I saying before we had, uh, we had that massive cut? Because of uh, you telling me how it's gonna work, and then I was just like, oh. Oh yes, yeah, so basically, yeah. So obviously, at the top of the screen, you see the it says first. Obviously, third, <laughs> blah blah blah. Basically, you've got the PowerPoint. You've got the lovely PowerPoint. I don't. I'm going off my phone uh, because I know all the answers. You only know the first one because you just revealed it to make sure it worked. Um right. So basically, you, you'll be the first one up. Then obviously, once you've done yours, I'll jump on. Then it's you, yada yada, until we finished. Which obviously, but it's still in order. So like, I'll decide two, and then you decide three, and then I will decide four, five. Or am I doing no, two, three? So you're you're five. going, for, you're go first. You're number one. Yeah. Then when you're done, I'll go, which is number two, which isn't on yours. That's why there's no two. Oh. So then you'll go, which is number three, which is why you've got number three. So you've got all your ones. So I'm all, oh, I'm in between okay. every single one of yours, apart from the last one because I'm the very last uh, one to give award. So I'll give award number 20, because there's 20 awards altogether this year. Okay, okay. So I'll, you'll give the first one, I'll give the last one. And obviously how this works is, obviously, you've got, uh, in front of you at the moment, you've got all the nominees, and you've, so you've got a little red box, which says delete reveal. And obviously when you've done your nominees, you'll delete, and you'll reveal the answer to yourself, and then you'll reveal the answer to everyone. Obviously, I don't need that, because A, I've got all the answers on my phone currently, and B, I know I'm on anyway, because I was the holder of the, uh, obviously the, form that basically had all the nominees on cheating uh, that's what 
No, I, I'm not only created the whole idea. It's my concept, <laughs> so of course I'm gonna fucking know everything. Uh, it would it would be cool though if it didn't though. If, if uh, obviously I passed it on to someone else to handle, and just, they gave me the exact same thing I gave you, that would have been pretty cool. Uh, but I sadly don't have that. So that uh, this was me this morning giving you that nice little uh, PowerPoint presentation before I did anything. I'm just putting little smiley faces all over it. So, yeah. So obviously you're basically that's how you'll work this. Obviously when you do your when you say the category, you'll give a little explanation of the category. Uh, you can throw a few jokes in, and then you'll give your nominees. And then winner. So that's just how it's going to work pretty much all the way through till the end. Nice. Um, I think that's pretty much all of them. Obviously, I think I forgot to mention your name at the start because of the whole technical difficulties. No, I'm pretty sure you did mention it. Did I? I can't remember. Has that been technical? Di- so so, so, so it's we just start not. over for everyone again. Say hi, Dragon King. Hi, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, there we go. There's so many technical difficulties blowing my mind away. This is what you get for being the sixth recording of the fucking day. Um, yeah, I did prepare for months. Come on. <laughs> I did prepare for about a few weeks. We had the concept idea prepared for a few months, but we had the fucking idea prepared for a few weeks. Uh, but yeah, so obviously I'll put the nominees out on like Instagram and that. And obviously, if people put stuff forward, then we'd add it to the tally. Sadly, no one did, but it meant that. Thankfully, D was, some... our, D was our tiebreaker for most of them. Uh, apart from... But she's ignoring me. Thanks for voting, D. Thanks for voting. <laughs> yeah, we said thanks. <laughs> she's like, I did? Oh, no, you did Obviously, there's only right. three we had to go through a <laughs> best of five random generator situation that I did last night on my phone while it was dying. <laughs> So I gave it a fair shot. I gave it a, a first of five one, and what uh, one of both two of them were like cons- like very fucking blatantly obvious. Like, no matter how many times I did it, it was this answer. One of them was very close. I will say the, uh, one of them was very close. Um, so yeah, obviously, it, obviously we did this each year, more than likely, uh, just because it's an episode idea and it's our way of you know getting the group to and hopefully more people to sort of have our own little voting on preferred media of the year. Hopefully by episode 1000, we can have one person contribute from outside of the group. <laughs> <laughs> we did. It was called the random gener- random school tour wheel. <laughs> it was like school tours. Coming in clutch, man. <laughs> right, anyway, so yes, we're going to get straight into this. Uh, Connor, take us away with the first category, son. Right, first category is best co-op slash multiplayer game of 2023. Number one, we've got Lethal Company. Number two, we've got a day out. That, you, game, you, 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 don't have to, you don't have to say the numbers, that's just how I... Oh, uh, right. <laughs> Literally, all you need to do is say the title of, uh, obviously, the <laughs> award, which is best, best co-op multiplayer game of 2023. <laughs> Explain what, I'm, what you mean by that, and then just list them without saying the numbers. How can it go best on, on, games on. you played again? Go on, start, start, start again. Go on, go on. Oh. I'll, give you, I'll give you a redo. Hello. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> best co op slash more player game of 2023. If you don't know what I mean, leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> 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 I can't agree with one. They don't understand it this far. 
Yeah, right. You got Lethal Company down. You got a day out. Baldur's Gate three is number three. Uh, that was oh, that wasn't that was an accident. I didn't even realise I put uh, that at number three. Super Mario Wonder, and then Party Animals. All right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I'm not going to drum my desk in case I knock the camera over. Bold to get through. I mean, I've, I think, as, yeah, as a group vote, I feel like it's an obvious one. Yeah, I mean, my singular vote, I've changed this Lethal Company. I think football to get originally, but I didn't remember putting that. Yeah, because you, you said to me that you thought you voted Lethal Company and you were talking to me, and I was like, no, 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 no one's voted Lethal Company, but. Obviously, one person who I will not name. All the votes will remain anonymous. Obviously, we can maybe say who we put our names for. Obviously, I put Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much played all these but Party Animal. That's the only one I haven't played. I know you've played pretty much all of these. Yeah. So you can actually one. say you played all of these. Obviously, Leave a Company, A Day Out, very similar like monster-type games. But obviously, one's like a monster hunting game. One's mo- monster run a fucking way game. Uh, obviously... Super Mario Bros. Wonder, you know, your classic Nintendo party game. Obviously, Party Animals is one that came out of nowhere. It's like a very similar sort of games like uh, Gang Beast and like um, yeah, three, much uh, right. Four Guys, is it? Like those types yeah. of similar type games. Obviously, you've got more people online and you're just doing stupid uh, little things. Which, is, obviously, I've seen people playing. It looks quite fun. Obviously, Balls Get Free. Everyone knows what that is. It's like one of the biggest fucking games of the year. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know, no rock. So yeah, I feel like I've seen a, a group vote. You'll notice a lot, of, a lot of it, especially in the gaming ones, uh, specifically the best of sort of ones, because obviously there's two for best of games. Mm. You'll notice in them uh, where the mass majority is, and the mass majority of this group is going to go for ones that they obviously most have played. And in this case, Baldur's Gate Three is a big shout out for pretty yeah. much everyone has played in the group. Um. Over all these other games, because I think I think me and you might be the only ones who played Super Mario Bros. Wonders. Uh, I think me and you're the only ones who played a day out. I think you're the um, only one who's played Party Animals. Yeah. And Lethal <laughs> Company, I think uh, again, it's might be me and you. I think other people have seen it, but they've not played it. They've just seen it. Uh, okay. So obviously, it, more it was it was it kind of had to be Balls Gate Free because I feel like I know you don't. I, I pointed out the idea of you're not a big fan of the multiplayer side of it. You see it more as single player situation. Um. But I feel like for multiplayer, I feel like it kind of it would because it's very much D and D. It's D and D without the hassle of getting everyone around the table. It's without the hassle of trying to create character sheets and shit like that. You can do it all digitally. It's it's literally a digital D and D stories there. You just follow it. So I feel like it. If you're obviously a big D and D fan, it's one of those games that if you've got a group of people, you're more than likely going to jump on together. If you've got a group of people that have the same time schedule, it's really good. Yeah, but we. Don't, which no, is I think I think tough. I played one game with four people. That was it, and that was one session. That was it. Yeah, we haven't played it since. I think that's what for me. It feels more single player. <clears throat> Just the fact yeah. it's hard to get from. Yeah, I, I agree on that. But be up there. I, I I agree on that, but I, I definitely feel like out of all of them, it's obviously I know live live a complete was a big big thing, especially back end of this last year. Uh, everyone was playing it fucking loads of shorts on it like loads of videos on it it's crazy how much content people got out of it and i can i, I can understand why that for me probably would have been definitely high up as a second choice either that or to fair i haven't really played mario multiplayer so it more than likely be either leave a company yeah. more than likely would be leave a company so i can understand why it'd be that high up but i just feel like all gate would just tip it just for 
a, a lot of the things if you can get the group. If you great. get the group, he's number one. Uh, so I can understand why. So, yeah, well done, Bulls Get Free. You picked up the first uh, ever Golden Cave award. I feel like next <laughs> year we should try and actually like make a Golden Cave. Oh, my God. Just trying to make it's a, like a paper, paper mash. <laughs> mindset there. I was literally was going to say we should get like a paper mache of one. I mean, last time we did the awards was like 2020 on the old podcast, which has a lot of audio issues in terms of the awards show because I fucked up heavily in editing. Um, fine. I just used like an award. I got a football trophy. That was that was my well, that was it. The massive like that was that was that was all I used. So, boxes that one. At one point, yeah, you walked off in your boxer shorts. Yes. Um, that but yeah, obviously, maybe next year we can get an actual cave, like an actual like paper mache situation. I mean, my mom's um, got paper, paper mache. I might, I might turn around to her and say, "Can you try and make this?" <laughs> <laughs> Just get a plastic cup and spray paint it gold. <laughs> Put it on a little <laughs> stick. <laughs> stick a dragon on the side. Of the little sticker. Oh, but yeah, obviously, there's a few. Obviously, this is our base one, so there's a lot of stuff will probably change next year. We'll probably look at actually getting more people to do like we did the first time around. Um, anyway. Category two is me, which is best TV show of 2023. Of course, uh, this to get nominated for this award, you'd have to be like something that stood out the most in terms of TV. Um, you can it, popularity, uh, how well you did uh, audience-wise, like viewership, um, and just how much of a great TV show you are essentially. Um, so nominees for this are Attack on Titan: The Final Season parts three and four obviously i merged them into one because you know it's one big kind of like tv yes, special um the last of us series one uh what we do in the shadows series five only murders the building series three and one piece series one and the winner Can is you... give us a little drum roll connor <laughs> attack and titan the final season Parts three and four. Uh, this one, as the crowd by the way, that was uh, was close until D. I will say D swayed the vote on this one. Ooh. One point that one. It was it was a two way tie heavily. I believe from a correctly, or actually no, sorry. I think this one was always one ahead. So it was all. It was obviously. I think Hayden's anyone who voted against neither of these two. Obviously, two of these ones. So I won't say the one that was close, but there was one definitely the closest. And obviously, I know the two people who voted for that one. So obviously, yeah. there's three of us versus two. Obviously, D pushed it further ahead to make it four two. Um, <laughs> I think I think the only ones not to be nominated obviously get a, a vote on here. Are probably two that were very talked about when they came out. Uh, I won't, I was just want to say which ones. That's a that's just between uh, <laughs> me and uh, Connor. Yeah. Uh, because you know, no point bringing up <laughs> losers here because you know all the others lost. No point bringing up which ones lost the most. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you're up next. Right. I've just looked at the next category I've got, and and. Right, and then the last name on this list is the one I know you've given me a category because I ain't got a single clue how I'm pronouncing that. Right. Yeah, 100%. I want to say this before we do this one. I was going through the cat. Uh, uh, this, obviously, for the, 
<laughs> say the category type, and I'll, I'll explain to people the, the way I. It's best performance actress. So the way I, I I worked around this this time, instead of doing three categories, one for movies, one for TV, one for gaming, I crammed it all into one category. So there's two uh, from movies got nominated, two from TV, and two from video games. Um, I know in both categories there is one that has appeared in both movies and uh, either TV or gaming. Uh, so that's obviously there's kind of a double nomination there, and obviously I went through um couldn't figure out it was either going to be another Baldur's Gate three fucking nomination or someone else, and I, I just thought of putting this name in because this person was in like three things last year, and I saw yeah. the name I was like I can't pronounce this name, um, Connor's definitely not going to pronounce this name, so I'm going to do it and give Connor this category. So Connor, give us our nominees for the the best act- actress. Uh, Sophia Di Martino, I think that's how you pronounce that one, from Loki. Uh, Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building. Margot Robbie in Barbie. Uh, Hayley Steinfeld, I was going to say yeah. Steinfeld then. I, I, I accidentally put, on my Instagram post, I put <laughs> Steinfeld. <laughs> uh, across the, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. Uh, Jennifer English from Bowls Gay, and then... Show me a dash loop. <laughs> 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 Why is that so Asian? <laughs> Was this one? Shorey Adashlu. Shorey Adashlu. <laughs> there you go. Uh, from Assassin's Creed Mirage and Renfield. I'm going to play that one again. Shorey Adashlu. She's got a very recognisable voice when you hear her voice. But it's, when you put it in, it automatically tries to come through as Chinese to English. She's not even Chinese. She's. Uh... But then it says translated from Arabic as well, so maybe. There you go. That makes sense, that one. There you go. <laughs> I would never have got that right. Right, here's your winner then. The winner is Hayley Steinfeld. Thank you for not be, uh, the other one winning. Cause <laughs> okay. uh, see, obviously, that one, obviously, I threw her nominee in. Obviously, she's been in like three different things last year. She was literally in two games and a film. Yeah. She was literally in Assassin's Creed Mirage, Renfield, and she was also in the Expanse Telltale game. She's that little DLC that's like takes like less than an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I say she was in like three things last year and I I was just like I don't know who to give. It's either gonna be that or another Baller's Gate fucking one of those four. She's got very recognizable <laughs> voice and she did well in all three of her roles, so I'm gonna put her forward and I know Connor's gonna struggle with her name. Uh, Thank you. so I thought it'd be quite hilarious to put that one in. But yeah, obviously this one was not one of the ones we had to break between a tie because it was a two-way tie. Um, I think one person did vote for a separate one, but uh, most of the other ones too. Me, me, you. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 uh, I was trying to remember... Hey. <laughs> There's, uh, uh, eight, eight, no, no. Yeah, I think this is a free way, a free, free of a side. Um, and obviously, Dee never helped us with this one. Thankfully, she didn't make it worse. I, I was, I was worried that when obviously we got the Dee to vote, that she was just gonna fucking make it worse and make a lot <laughs> more ties. But she actually solved a lot. Apart from this one, this was definitely one she didn't solve. So this was a. Uh, the the wheel of uh the wheel of fate, but I will say the wheel of fate was very neck and neck. 
it was literally like every single time it was fucking it came it came down to the wire they both came to 4v4 <laughs> it was one final spin and she obviously picked up the win on the final spin um so yeah okay so we've, we've done a few best of it's time to get to the worst of 2023 uh so obviously i got the worst oh, oh, oh. movies oh, oh, 20- right, hang, on, hang on hang on did you miss one no how many how many got your this is number four i i did actress yeah you did co-op i did tv you did actress no it's worst movie i thought there'd be actor next like, like no um... no no before ahead no, I, oh, I haven't done that straight away. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I did it in random orders. I, did, I didn't really uh, pick an order. Just kind of just randomed it. Uh, so yeah, no, yeah. It, <laughs> worst movie. Worst movie of twenty twenty three. I feel like any of the ones nominated for this could easily pick up worst movie. Um, but this was like it wasn't even a competition. I think there's only one vote that went for anything but no, the movie that won it in the end, and that was these votes. Um, so it went from a massive uh, blue pie chart to just. Pac-Man eating a little tiny bit of red cheese. Okay, so the nominees are uh, Win the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Ape vs. Mecha Ape, The Black Demon, <laughs> The Flood, and Insidious, The Red Door. So I've, I definitely feel like any of the... Obviously, to get this, you need to just be like dog shit of a film, or at mm. least borderline <laughs> dog shit. Um, so I, I think in most of the worst of categories... There's one, obviously there's only really two worst of categories because ex- we'll get to the third one at some point. Um, there's at least one that is kind of in there. It's not as bad as the rest of them that's in the list, but it just wasn't good and there's nothing else that really could have gone on the list. So it's just like, it had to be the sacrificial lamb to join the the, the cause. Uh, so obviously the, the winner for this is obviously Win the Pooh, Blood and Honey because that film was just ass. Um, I'm hoping the sequel's going to be some improvement, because, I mean, there's a, a bit more budget in it. And the fact that they actually look like, like actual animals now, not just people in masks, uh, gives me a little hope it's going to be just a bit better than this. But I feel like it's definitely going to be in this list next year as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like any of these could get up there, <laughs> because... They're all bad in their own ways. I mean, it could be down to acting. It could be down to digital effects. It could be down to just stories so bad. I, I, majority of these have a really bad story. I think the only one in here that has decent enough acting is probably the Insidious one, but that's because that would probably be the one that actually has more budget and you'd expect to have decent acting. Um, but most of them have pretty bad acting, pretty bad effects. And just wank stories. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> kind of go on. Uh, next category is a big one for me, which is uh, best animated series. As uh, one of my favourite series this year, actually, it has like two on here, which is my favourite from last year. But uh, only one got my vote, sadly. <laughs> All right, so we got Attack on Titan, the final series, part three and four. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen season two. What if season two? Castlevania Nocturne Season 1 and My Hero Academia Season 6. And the winner is Jujutsu Kaisen Series 2, baby! <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, surpri- okay. I was surprised if someone who voted for this very much. Because <laughs> um, obviously, as I say, I can see the votes and I saw when that person voted. And I, I had to 
clarify with someone i was like have you voted yet and they're like no i haven't voted yet i was like fuck <laughs> so I, that means someone it is that person yeah exactly that was my mindset i was like fucking hell like some of their choices like shocked me and this was definitely one that shocked me uh that they went for jujitsu kaisen uh don't get me wrong obviously i'm still on series one so i can't really judge series two as you know obviously this for me uh obviously attack on titan and obviously castlevania with the big two really for me on here obviously maybe when i watch these two guys in that the second series that'll be on there for me as a big one so obviously those are the two that are basically my big picks for this win um obviously enough people uh spread the vote this was definitely one that was split originally then it went one ahead and i'm pretty certain uh de-solidified the victory on this one um it's very much solidified with that last vote. The last, you know, non spin of a wheel vote <laughs> that solidified the victory. Um but as they, it came I will say what if did come very close to winning this <clears> one. What is the tied with three when it's second titan jujitsu and what if? Those are the three that actually picked up the, Yeah, some votes. Obviously I think the second titan got one that was me. Everyone else went between the other ones. But yeah, I was I was torn attack on Titan and Jujutsu, but like here's a question for you. Obviously, because I know Demon Slayer wasn't on there this year because obviously I I feel like we both obviously what we've seen of the current series it wasn't as good as the previous series. Mm-hmm. Um, what would have been even tighter if I put if obviously if it if, it, if, it, if Entertainment District came out this year? Obviously, the, Jujutsu still. Would you? If it's still on this year. Oh, the entertainment district. I know you fucking yeah. love that district. I love the entertainment district. I think the the final fight was well animated, but did just the and just there's just a lot more that goes on. I can't really explain about ruining it, but you have to watch. When you watch, you have like, okay, I kind of know where he's coming from on this. Okay. Um. So the, this is the category you was asking before, Connor. I gave it a little break and put it further. Uh, so best performance by an actor is my category next. Obviously, very similar to the actress one. Two from movies, two from TV, two from video games. Um, and it was, I think both categories in, in most of them are very difficult to actually pick nominees for because there's so many that could have been picked for this. Um, so it was very hard to narrow down just six. I mean, I could have had like a fucking list of 20 people. Uh, that's how like difficult it was for performances mm-hmm. last year. Um, so the nominees are Pedro Pascal for The Last of Us and The Mandalorian. Tom Hiddleston from Loki. Ryan Gosling from Barbie. Uh, Shamik Moore from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yuri Lowenfall from Sp- Marvel's Spider-Man 2. And Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3. And the winner is... I wonder who it is. It, well, it's, it's, it's Neil Newborn. Balls get free. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have guessed that one. <laughs> what okay. was the vote on that? It's gonna um, be like majority, I think, right? I think um, you it was. Mine. It was. I no. I went uh, Pedro Pascal. Oh, did you? I went Pedro mm. Pascal on this one. Um, I think someone did vote for Yuri. So obviously there was one vote apiece on those ones. Most of the votes were tied between Tom Hiddleston and. Obviously, Neil Newburn. It was the it was a very tight one between those ones. Um, I think 
the last human vote was a, a the, the decider. I think off the top of my head. I could be wrong. It might have actually been. Very, I, there's, there's a, I'm not going to go into the stats on fucking someone who, who voted what here or there, but it, it, I know it was between those two with the heavy two candidates on this one. Um, Did you say that mean there's robots voting? The wheels, the machine. The machine! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a voice, I can't do that. This is my sick record, I can't do a voice like that. The best thing, you had to do it in your mic, peaked and cut out, that's all I got with face here. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, I feel like I mean, he picked the award up in most uh, award shows last year. Um, I mean, he won the Game of the Year. I know he won Best Supporting at the Golden Joystick. Um, so again, this is the case of every one of us has played Ball's Gate 3. Um, so obviously, it, it is, especially when you look at some of the names on here, so you can definitely you can look at them and go, okay, I can see some of these going for it. it, it I would say it's definitely a surprise winner over some of these. Um, but obviously he put a good performance in, so you know, well done. One your your category, so I can have a drink now before I come my throat. <clears throat> One of my favourite categories, which is worst video game of twenty twenty three. Uh, the description of this is game equals shit. That should be that was that was <laughs> that, that was how we decided who was nominated. Yeah. <laughs> could number I wipe one. my ass with this oh, game? Again. Oh, sorry. Could I wipe my ass with this game? Ah, the yeah. disc is stuck up my ass. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings: Gollum, Skull Island, Rise of Kong, The Walking Dead: Destinies. So is that what it is? Destinies, yeah. Yes, I mean, uh, Destinies. The day before, and Redfall. I mean, I feel like any of these. A bit. I think I said to you. I said earlier. One of these, is, just like the movie one, is there just because I need the numbers. And it's not as bad as the rest of them, but it just wasn't great. Uh, but I feel like any, it, it was a stinker with these ones. Like, they were really bad. It was all bad. There's one which is, like, at least a game. The rest were just, like, highly, basically so, unplayable. And so one is literally the graphics are horrendous for how big of a game it's supposed to be. One came out of nowhere and was just still images most of the time. Um... Well, but two of them were fucking basically still in the news most of the time. Yeah. Um, and they're both big IPs. I mean, three of these are literally massive IPs and they were just butchered to hell in games. And one of them claimed to be a game for a long time, finally came out, killed itself after about a fucking, not even a day, uh, and now no longer exists. Do, do you know what? The thing that, all, I'm not revealed anything now, I'm going to say the winner, but the one thing that always baffles me is how do these, like, little game companies get these big IPs and butcher them when there's companies that will probably do a lot more better with them and they just don't give it them. Like, they've got Lord of the Rings and it was terrible. They've got Kong's Skull Island, terrible. They've got Walking Dead and it's dreadful. Do you remember the fucking Kong game back in the day on the fucking old like, Xbox? No, that still holds up now. I know. If you now and, like, that still looks visually pretty impressive. Imagine a game like that with the graphics now. Imagine a Kong game like that. would be fucking sick, that would. Like, you're going through the yeah. jungle, fucking monsters, you're cheating monsters in the jungle, and every now and again, you get to play as Kong fighting the fucking monsters. Like, imagine that. would be a fucking sick game. Or imagine if they did, like, a like more horror-based game, and it's Kong's, like, randomly can just pop up and you have to escape him. That'd be badass. And then you got, obviously, the, obviously <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Obviously, they did well with the fucking Lego games. They've done well with the fucking... Uh, 
Mordor, was it Mordor ones? They did two of them. The Shadows of War, was it? Yeah, Shadows of War, yeah. So they did those yeah. two, and they would do pretty well. So this is again like, I mean, realistically, you, you, saying you're going to do a Lord of the Rings Gollum game, you, you instant red flags there. Like, how can you make a game based on Gollum? Of all it characters. Like, I wouldn't mind if the game was even somewhat finished, but there's like death barriers, there's levels that you couldn't even progress. You have to restart from the beginning just to get the oh, sub button there. And like, then you got The oh, Walking yeah. Dead, which is literally like. The only successful Walking Dead game was the Telltale games. Well, that's twice as Walking Dead's been screwed over by games now because they had the one that Overkill did, and that was dreadful as well. Gemma, yes, the one that literally you no longer can get. It's basically just payday, but let Walking Dead, and it was dreadful. And you also the right. Daryl Dixon one. Are we going for the winner then? Yeah, go on, give us the winner. Well, winner slash loser. Exactly, I feel like any of these. We should, we should give the award to all of these. I think Redfall is the only exception. Like yeah, at least I they've actually Redfall fixed at least the game. At least they've actually gone and tried to fix a game, not deleted it from existence or just ignored it. Go on. No, the winner is Skull Island: Rise of Kong. Is and it? I can give my reasoning for voting for this one over the rest. Right, The Walking Dead. I, I didn't really care for. I think everyone already knew after the studio released some other stuff that it was going to be dreadful anyway. Lord of the Rings was bad, but at least it was somewhat playable. And then there's the Kongs, the, the, the still image, at the foot. it's just that one still image. <laughs> it's so bad. And the first time I saw it, I thought it was a, like a joke, and then when I actually saw someone play through the whole game, and that was in there, I was like, yeah, it's got to get a vote. It's just, I can't believe that. Like, was, ev- made I will, I will state, everything got voted for but Red 4. That's the only one that didn't get a vote. That just shows See, Red, that it Red compared to the bad. rest, it's not as bad. Yeah, Red Fall was bad, but it's more disappointing than bad, yeah. I feel. But yeah. I was more let down by it than upset and not. This was this was tied between Gollum and Skull Island all the way to the yeah. end. Obviously and then obviously a single vote went both Walking Dead's way and a day bef- a day before. So, so David Warbler is technically the most foul game because it's not even a thing yeah, anymore. The, but it's a, even that, that come out and was bad. It's technically more playable than some of these other games. Like the Walking Dead. It still Dead looked one. a little bit better than some of these other games. It 100% looks a lot better than some of these games. And I know it's an like asset flip for goddamn. All right, that's a long category, that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to that. I mean, we clicked an entire episode just talking about fucking these dog shit games. Uh, but let's go for a more fun category now. My category next is best musical moment from a movie, TV show, or video game. So for this, it has to be. Um, it it doesn't obviously necessarily have to be a musical movie or game or whatever. It just has to be a moment that just breaks out into song and dance. That 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 can be out of nowhere. It needs to be something like that to get recognition uh, for this category. Uh, so the nominees for this are. I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Uh, Spice Up Your Life from the Doctor Who 60th Anniversary Specials. Uh, Peaches from the Super Mario Bros. movie. Herald of Darkness from Alan Wake 2. And this is, this is Hayden's idea to throw this one in. I'm Just Pete from SNL. It's literally just the same as the I'm Just Ken one, but she thought it'd be funny to throw them both in. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, these are like I think all of these are really fun moments, and they're in their own ways. Obviously, I'm just Ken's just like a random moment where he gets the, get to shine the light on Ryan Gosling just singing about it, wanting to be you know Ken. That's just quite funny. 
and it's all it's all done over the top of a battle, but it's like a really comical battle. It's not even like like an actual war. It's just like men pretend to fight each other, but not actually fighting each other. It's like stupid and hilarious at the same time. Obviously, Spice Up Your Life is just out of nowhere. Neil Patrick Harris fucking dancing his way through, killing people. <laughs> Obviously, Peaches, again, it's just Jack Black fucking busting out the piano randomly, fucking talking about how he wants to bang Peach in uh, Mario. Then you've got Herald of Darkness, which obviously I don't think we've fully seen where it places him heavily in the game yet. But we've seen the dance moves, we've seen the tunes, It's it definitely deserves a fucking record, some, no, a nod up here. And then you've got I'm Just Pete, which is obviously just parrying the I'm Just Ken moment, but with obviously Pete Davidson. <laughs> and it is pretty damn funny. Uh, so yep, yeah, okay, then the winner is... Hell Darkness from Alan Wake 2. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that one had to win. This is the best one. This was a swayed vote. I'm going to say. I imagine not, not everyone would have voted for this one. No, but uh, just me and you, I will say. You. It was just me and you. Hell yeah. But this was a fight between Doctor Who, between Mario, and between Alan Wake 2. This was a fight for the death between all them. And it was swayed by the final human vote. I feel like... Again, I feel like all these could have won it in their own ways for being like really good songs, real catchy songs, uh, or just in general being funny where they're placed in their show or movie or game. Like they're good, but I, I feel like we can both agree, Hell of Darkness is a fucking rocking tune. So it was. No, I still yeah. listen to now. Exactly. Just a good song. That and the fucking dancing at the game awards is hilarious. It's Hell, so yeah. good to watch. So yeah, come on, Gunner. Next one. Uh, next category for me is best animated movie. Uh, we've got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem, Super Mario Brothers movie, Elemental, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Right, any any uh, comments for... Obviously, reveal? Puss in Boots is on here because uh, it came out in 2023 for us in the UK. Or else it would have been off the list. It would have been something else in there. But because it didn't get released until February, uh, that is why it is on a, on the ranking for 2023 for us in the UK. Obviously, US viewers, it would be 2022 movie. But because of... We are English boys here. Get out. Very, very similar <laughs> to that new Zac Efron film, The Iron Claw. Its release date for us is February, which means for it could be on this list next year for us. Um, whereas again, Americans it'd be the current year. Uh, I think I think that I mean some decent entries on here that have pivotal moments, either box office wise or review wise. Or well, I feel su- like I know you both for. Or surprisingly, um, coming out of nowhere after having a really bad start. I mean, Elemental had a really bad start at the box office, and then somehow actually made a profit. Which was pretty good, and it did well on Disney Plus. I might add. So yeah, yeah, that's just kids watching that, right? <laughs> and D watched it once. I think you watched Elemental, didn't you? What did you think of it? Uh, once no, she didn't, she didn't watch Elemental. She just thought you were mental. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Mental. She watched my tapes with Elemental. <laughs> what did you give it out of ten? Four. Oh, they didn't enjoy, it. but it is a kids film, I guess. No, I mean, all right, I'm revealing. Who won? Super Mario the movie won. Which I've never watched. 
So I couldn't judge it. I literally voted for the only thing that I had watched, which is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. What did you vote for? Out of curiosity, Spider Man. I thought you would have Spider Man. Yeah, it so was it was a know. tough one because I do like Puss in Boots and I do like Turtles. I mean, you saw my review on that on this channel. It was definitely between those three heavily for me. Uh, for me, I don't think Mario stands a, or Elemental stand a light in any of any of these like three movies. Like these are three very similar animated movies that I felt like deserved it the most. But of course, we have three Nintendo footboys. Yeah. Sorry, two Nintendo footboys and a, a Nintendo fuck them. <laughs> so that's what I was, when I thought I was like, if no one's watched like the rest and just seen like. Super Mario, I'd probably just go for that. So mm. that's pretty much, I think, what it was. Um, I think this one, I will state, the couples stuck together. I will add. <laughs> so you and D stuck together with your voting, and Hayden and I stuck together on our voting. And then the the three that want to just have this weird love triangle stuck with their ones as well. <laughs> the jerk, off, the I'll... jerk off crew. <laughs> Watched them all from what I've seen. I think I would have probably voted Puss in Boots to be fair. I do like the animation style, but also I do like Spider Man Spider Verse. Like the first one was my one of my favourite animated films of all time, so I probably would like the second one, but I just haven't watched it. So I just went for the one I had watched, which I think is fair. I can't judge off what I've seen. Exactly. You can, you can only judge off you've, what you've watched properly. You can't. Obviously, if. If you haven't watched any of them, then you kind of do have to judge it in that sense. But if you have watched yeah. one, you kind of have to judge off that rather than just, oh, I've seen something from this. That looks really good. It's got to be that one. Even though I've seen this entire movie, it's got to be this one that I've literally only seen like five minutes of, if that. But obviously, that, that's, I get what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. Right then. Category number 10. We're halfway there. Uh, and uh, this one's a big, big one, Connor. Go on then. Best podcast of 2023. So, you know, for this, it needs to be something that is hilarious, something that's factual, something that stands out above the rest. If you say the first first one, I'll say the next one. Do you want to do it like that? So we rotate. So I'll yeah. be number one, you'll be number two, I'll be number three, you'll be number four, I'll be number five. So I do one yeah. and three and five, you do two and four. Yeah. I feel it's just, it's just, it's something that has to stand out. That's what got, that's why these nominees were perfect for this. I can't give a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees are the Chatter Cave podcast. Um, the Chatter Cave podcast. <laughs> the Chatter Cave podcast. Uh, final one for me is Chatter Cave podcast. <laughs> Uh, and the final <laughs> one for me is the Chatter Cave podcast. I was going to throw podcast in as a joke, but, <laughs> but I held oh, on. I just thought about it. We could have put a best presenter and then would have to vote between us. Oh, <laughs> I did that with me and Hayden, didn't I, before? And I, and I kicked her ass. Uh, but yes, the winner. Oh, it's a tough one. This was so close. Like, it was neck and neck all the way to the end. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was... Well, it was the Chat Cave podcast. Thank you for voting for us on our hundredth episode. It it's totally wasn't. What's going on? It totally wasn't rigged. <laughs> oh, we had we had to we had to do it. We had to we had to acknowledge the fact that you know it's our hundredth episode. We had to give we have to give ourselves a pat on the back somewhere or another. And in this case, it was a rigged award. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't never that was user voted that one. The best thing about this is the fact that we never asked them, but we managed to get everyone to vote for every single one. 
It's a shame though, because I, I didn't use the bot vote to correct the vote, so it literally ended with two of them just ending on two votes apiece, and the rest <laughs> all getting one. <laughs> right, now that's the joke one out of the way. Can I get back to the real ones? Um, this is probably the biggest one of our list, personally, I think, which is best video game of 2023. It's probably the and most think, related. <laughs> we already know the winner. I think it's the most biggest one in terms of especially us as a podcast obviously yeah, yeah. i know obviously i do a lot of movie ones solo but in terms of what we do a lot of talking wise we do talk heavily on video games a lot of times so yeah i agree it's probably one of the big probably is the biggest one on there all right we got spider-man 2 Baldur's gate 3 resident evil 4 super mario bros wonder and hi-fi rush we didn't include <laughs> zelda on here i noticed because I none forgot. of us have, we haven't played it none of us have, there's no one in it, it Obviously, I feel like if one of us had played it, I probably would have threw it in there. I feel like that's how I work this, is if at least one person had played it, I'd throw it in there. Uh, or no one, re- None of us have really, apart from us you know, slagging off Nintendo, uh, none of us have really spoken about Zelda heavily because we haven't really bothered to pick it up or play it or look into it heavily, apart from what we've seen on trailers, probably. So I feel like, right. obviously, Spider-Man 2, I've spoke about heavily, I've played... Um, I'm talking to you heavily about it. Obviously, Balls Gate Free, I feel we've all played it. Maybe not Craig, but all of us. Um, there's Neil 4, me and you, we both played it. Um, I see Super Mario Bros. Wonder, again, both played it. Hi yeah. Rush, both played it. So, obviously, <laughs> th- th- there's, there's a, obviously, the Lever Company could have easily been on here. I could have easily yeah. threw that in as one. Um, but I definitely I feel like Hi-Fi Rush deserves some acknowledgement. That's why that was kind of like a last like thrown in there. Uh, I feel like Alan Wake Two could easily be on here if we'd actually played it. That's why yeah. again it's not on here. Right, I'm gonna reveal the winner. I yep. think we're all gonna know what the winner is. I'm gonna reveal it anyway. Hi-Fi, no balls game. <laughs> again, it's the I same thing as the first yeah. one. I said the co-op multiplayer one. Being a group voted one, it's always gonna be the one that most of acknowledge at some point uh and, and it's a group or, full of nerds as well yeah a group full of nerds that yeah. love dnd so it, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense that that would pick it up i said this was an easy win uh there's only two people that didn't vote for this obviously i was one of them i will say because obviously i'm because no, re- oh, i did my top 10 yeah i obviously did my top 10 and i felt like it'd be a bit weird jumping back to balls again after literally only like a week or so ago being like spider-man 2 is like my number one game at the moment. To be fair, if, if we got rid of uh, Bold to get two, I would have gone Resident Evil 4. So, uh, that would be the interesting thing. If I got rid of that and put in something else, like what would actually have won it? Because I can't see them voting for Resident Evil 4 personally. So maybe Mario. I think if we would have got rid of Boulder's Gate, it would have been between Spider-Man and Mario. Yeah, I'm guessing. But then, then it might have been a tie because I don't know if uh, obviously Hayden would have gone for Spider-Man with you. And then... I think she probably would have, but uh, if I'm looking at this list, if there's no ball gate three, I think like she might have because she did see enough of it. Probably to and the rest would have gone uh, wonder. And I'm then, guessing this would yeah, this honestly, movie. honestly would have probably been a best animated movie situation again. Me and Hayden being yeah. Spider Man, you and D being the one that you both know, and then them three sucking off and wanking off Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, right. So it's it's just kind of obvious. I feel like. It probably deserved it the most. Obviously, again, th- though I love Spider-Man, I will put it at the moment above Balls Get Free. I feel like it does. Balls Get Free does deserve a lot of the praise it's getting for being a game changer. Uh, okay, and so 
Next category is Best Horror Movie of 2023. Obviously, yeah, to get nominated, this just need to be a horror movie. And stand out above the rest. And surprisingly, there is a January release on here, which is very unusual for horror because January usually sucks ass for horror. Mm. I mean, that Night Swim's come out recently and has done ass. Uh, anyway, so the nominees are... January is literally just the, the dead month. They throw, the they throw, month. They throw yeah, anything the out just to cover it. The beekeeper. That's actually pretty good. That was actually <laughs> that was... honest. Honestly, that was pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Uh, okay, so the nominees are Evil Dead Rise, Scream 6, Renfield, Thanksgiving, and Megan. Um, yeah, Megan? Be- Beekeeper's pretty good. I mean, I've not seen a movie name drop the word bee more than since the bee, since the bee movie. Anyway, so the winner is Scream 6. Again, this, this was pretty close. Um, and I, th- I think D made sure the vote was further ahead. I will say the final human vote was further ahead than anything. Um, out of curiosity, which one did you go for again? I'm for Scream. I think it's the only one that I actually saw stuff from. And I was like, okay, so it is like the, probably one of the biggest ones on the list, and it's iconic, I guess. So I just went for that one. That's my reasoning behind that. I haven't watched any of them, I don't think. I think I watched a bit of that. And the new screen at yours, I think. Watch like the first yeah, you saw the first bit of it before you were bugged off. So, and so I feel, I feel like all these are pretty damn good movies. I think the first three I name dropped are probably the most standout for me of the year. Obviously, Thanksgiving and Megan were just surprises that actually pretended to be pretty decent films. Um, See, horror films for me is a weird category because I don't like horror films. I'm not because I'm scared; they just don't entertain. There's some you can find some that's somewhat entertaining. But as I got older, I just don't. I just, I just don't there's nothing for me. But horror games, on the other hand, I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, of. same. I can't play games, but a film, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. No, I, really like... play, I was playing Resident Evil 4 separate ways DLC yesterday. And I got, <laughs> I got calling between the two chainsaw people in uh, chapter three, I think it is. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking, I was there trying to fight my way, and I fucking managed to get away and hide behind a fucking uh, a tripwire. And I come walking through, and I was fucking had to run for my fucking life. At one point, I fucking dropped a fucking grenade on my own feet to fucking get out of there. <laughs> I was petrified, man. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed oh. to get through? I could see where he wanted me to go. I was like, okay, I just need to turn this wheel. And then a chainsaw. I was like, oh, can you start behind me? Chainsaw! <laughs> <laughs> fuck me, I agree with that. Horror movies don't scare me, but I love horror movies. But horror games scare me. And that's why I can't play them very often. That's why I can't play Alien Isolation. <laughs> yep, same. I think we had this conversation before. Yep. Come on, here's your joke category now. I've literally written right. uh, some some dialogue for you on it. We've got worst TV show 2023. We've got Velma, <laughs> and then we got Velma. No, we've only got Velma. I I think I I didn't see anything really. I've seen obviously clips from it and people were talking about it, and I know it was really bad, but that was literally that was literally it. I didn't. Everyone just said bad stuff, but I didn't hear any positives from it at all. It's the reason why, obviously, it's Velma. That's one because it's the only thing on the list. Is there anything that obviously that obviously I personally seen stuff about and been like, that's awful. Like, yeah, I know people slagged off Secret Invasion. Like, that's like one of the worst like Marvel rated projects in a while. But I didn't drastically hate it. But what I've seen Velma has done to the Scooby Doo like universe, I'm just like. 
fuck you to pieces. How the hell have you got a second season? Like, I don't know how. It got, a second season. It got renewed just because pe- people watched it, then slagged it off how bad it was. And just because the people watched it, gave it a decent viewership numbers, they renewed it for a second season, even though it was hated by everyone. Like, everyone that pretty much watched it slagged it off. I mean, I've spoken to Hayden yes. about it, and I've, I've pointed out the idea of is it. It, are people slagging it off because the idea that it's a bit woke and she said to me she goes it's not that it's woke it's that at times it is actually pretty offensive just crap it's just apparently, what apparently that's what taking, it is it's, it's quite offensive like scooby-doo and then doing that to it that, i think that's what most people have a problem with it's scooby's not even if it, if it if it was like a new ip it, and they it, did it it wouldn't have got as bad of a, as like yeah, a rap yeah. But because but it's, it's, the fact that it's the love thing, and then just it, it'd be like it. taking any sort of massive, like it's ta- it'd be like taking the Flintstones and doing the same sort of, but you know, yeah. something that everyone knows, everything knows, like it's known, like a known IP that's beloved by a lot of families. It'd be like taking something like that and just doing something as sh- bad as that. Like I, I just feel like it was the only thing that really stood out the, as like the worst thing. That's why I was like when I was trying to figure that category, I almost got rid of it. I almost got rid of the category because I only had one thing in it originally. It wasn't like a bad TV show. It was just a letdown. And then I got rid of the category. I was like, no, no, no. I know one bad TV show that was like universally hated that just deserves the acknowledgement of this award. And that was Velma. Hopefully there's more next year that can actually have a category. Uh, But, you know, that was your joke category. Right. Anyway, so my next category is best non-comic book adaption of 2023. And to qualify for this, you just need to be based on anything but the classic sort of Marvel, classic sort of superhero type comic books of Marvel, DC, those sort of ones. So it can be a board game, you can be a book, uh, manga, um, based on a video game. You can be anything as long as you're not, you know, you run the mill superhero type comic book. Yeah. Um, so the nominees for this are Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, The Last of Us Series 1. The Super Mario Bros. movie, Barbie, and Attack on Titan, the final season, part three and four. Uh, I mean, I know you've seen Dungeons and Dragons, I know you've seen Attack on Titan, and I know you know some stuff about the other things on this one. Uh, so the winner is, rate this one, it's Bob. No, it's nice. Attack on Titan, the final season, part three and four. <laughs> I, I pulled a you then, I thought I'd pull a you. And, uh, bait you <laughs> oh, into thinking God. that Barbie picked up a win. No, <laughs> uh, but it, as yet not. So yeah, no. Obviously, I've, I feel like me and you can easily agree that's probably is the standout above all them. I mean, yeah. for me, Last of Us was very close. If Attack on Titan wasn't out, Last of Us 100% would be getting my vote for for everything. Um, but because it, obviously it's you know not really been. Obviously, because Attack on Titans like one of my favourite shows out there. Of course, that's going to be my biggest like thing of the yep. year. I mean, realistically, if Aaron was more prominent throughout these parts, I feel like he definitely would have been up for like best voice. But I feel in the, oh, yeah. these two parts, really, he hasn't been as heavy as he has been before. He's been more on the supporting cast, really, hasn't it? The rest of the the group. Yeah, he's he's just calling me. So he has his moments when he speaks, but he's not as prominent as like say if, say for example. Series, uh, final season uh, part two I feel like he definitely would have been nominated for that because he was pretty vocal throughout that the whole thing, but these two chapters he's 
definitely been a step back. So that's why I feel like that's the only reason that he there's no nominations for for like one of the best like TV characters out there. Uh, but yeah, uh, I feel like this is a good category because I, I I thought the idea of separating comic book and non comic book in two because then we can yeah. allow adaptions to thrive on their own away from just straight up comic book adaptions. So that can be its own thing. Um, and I mean, we've got Dungeons and Dragons based on obviously a very popular game. We've got Last of Us based on a popular PlayStation game. Super Mario Bros. based on N- Nintendo's like really popular franchise. Probably Nintendo's like, is the most popular franchise with Pokemon. Yeah, pretty um, much. Obviously Barbie, like uh, some of the, you know, girls like <laughs> and attack on titan like one of the biggest mangas out there that has been going for fucking how long and milked yeah, to death with this final finished. season so yeah, yeah. This, i think voting for this one i think it managed to pick up four votes out of the possible seven on this one Ooh. um i'm looking at this i'm trying to figure out who were, i'm trying to remember where the other votes went but most Went either Barbies or Mario's. Where well. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this one. I don't know off the top of my head. Um. Anyway, you got the joy of uh, what I just literally stated as the, a separate category. Yeah, I've got the opposite to what he just said. So instead of non-comic book, I've got the best comic book adaptation of 2023. And then starting with Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse, uh, Spider-Man Two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Blue Beetle and Loki season two, and I can't remember what I voted for on this. Is he? Is he even? I, I don't think I voted Tension in Styles. Maybe I did. I might. Mm, I don't remember. My, I honest. I mean, I could. I could get the the tallies up, but that spoils. Oh well. I can show you right, the tallies I'll, at work. I, I can show you personally. Right, I'm gonna reveal it. <gasps> Spider Man across the Spider Verse, which. I feel like maybe I did vote for that one. I feel like it would have been one I, mean, I, I would have gone for. I feel good. like out of these, I mean, I think the two Spider-Man ones are probably the biggest ones, really, because they're both sequels to beloved uh, first entries. I mean, Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse was, like, as you say, like one of your favourite, if not your favourite animated movie of all time. Um, I Spider-Man that alone. And obviously Spider-Man 2 was, is, a, is a follow-up to both Miles Morales and Spider-Man. Two big, massive PlayStation, big PlayStation Four game, and like one of the first PlayStation Five games. Like, yeah. they were both really big, and I mean, the first Spider-Man got a remaster on PS Five to update it and put all the DLC in one place. Like, the two really big properties um, that got nominated for obviously Game Awards, got nominated for Oscars, like stuff like that. Obviously, Turtles was is the first, obviously, of a new breed of Turtles movies. And a Tales franchise because doing TV shows based on it as well. Obviously, Blue Beetle is the first, uh, another unique DC character that obviously isn't just Superman and Batman being redone fucking a million times. Like it's it's another unique one. Like say Shazam, Aquaman, uh, Aquaman, or Wonder Woman. Like ones that haven't been done as often. And Blue Beetle really has only been done. I think an episode of Smallville, and then mostly animated so it's the first time a live action adaption and obviously it had like the guy that everyone loves from cobra kai so it was like it was a, a pretty good uh and then obviously loki season two is a follow-up to the first se- series obviously it had the 
controversy of still having Jonathan Majors in it. Obviously, he's recently got sacked because obviously he's uh, being, you know, possibly going to prison there. So obviously, uh, that, obviously I think out of all three of the ones, Loki's probably the bigger one because it'd be Marvel. And a yeah. lot of people love the first season. But I just think the two Spider-Man ones probably were the ones that were the edge above. But obviously, across the Spider-Verse, I've pretty much edged all the way to the top of this one. And I can definitely agree on that because it was a struggle for me to vote on this one. I think I did go across the Spider-Verse on this one. Um, so it was definitely a struggle. Uh, okay, so then obviously we've done best game. We've done best TV show. So it makes sense being the best movie. Uh, this one's obviously a big one for me because... You know, my love of movies, it's like my biggest like thing. My brain is <laughs> chock full of movie facts and shit. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so just it, to get nominated, you just, be, just need to stand it above the rest. Again, there's so many films that could have been on this list. Just like with games, there's so many things that, but well, not really, not really games really, because it wasn't, I think the ones we spoke about are probably the big standout of what we played. I think there's only probably two ones that probably could have gone on that list, and that'd be Zelda and... Alan Wake 2 but I think yeah. movies there's a lot of other big ones I think that could have been thrown into this nominations uh, but the five that were nominated are Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Puss in Boots The Last Wish Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves Barbie and Evil Dead Rise and the winner thanks to uh, Spin the Wheel Best of Five is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves this was a freeway tie. <laughs> this one was like it was two apiece. Uh, Dee did not help on this one. Uh, <laughs> she went Evil Dead, I think, on this one, or she went Puss in Boots. One of them. She went with one of them, but either way, it was. Uh, she went. I was hoping she'd be the tiebreaker. She wasn't, and it went all the way to the Wheel of Doom. And Dungeons and Dragons, you did Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I voted for the one that I've seen again, and I did enjoy it. Plus, it was like I enjoyed it more because it was like the outing. Everyone, most of us was there. I guess it was like I'll say I'll say the ones that took the votes for this. Spider Verse took two. D and D &D took two. Barbie took two. Uh, Who voted for D and D with me? I think Alex. Alex, yeah. I, I think so. it was you and Alex, me and James, <laughs> Hayden and Craig. I thought he fell asleep at the cinema. <laughs> and I say, D did not help. She went for none of the above. <laughs> and it took to the Wheel of Doom to solve this. And D&D killed the Wheel of Doom. Like, it was like, every time I spun it, it was practically d and I, I think I could have spun it about 10 more times. And it just kept going D&D, D&D, D&D. And I say, though I love Spider-Verse, I feel like as a, a group situation, especially our group, d and is probably the right choice because, as I said, just like Balls Gate 3, very D&D. We, obviously, we've played D&D quite a few times. Uh, we love the concept and obviously if we can get people together, we actually will play, play D&D because we do have a laugh when playing it. So I feel like it's definitely one of those ones. Obviously, again, we had a good time watching the cinema. I mean, four of us went, had a good time watching it. Um, I've seen it twice since then and i do really enjoy it i still obviously i still have preferences on this list i mean if i was to put these in order i'd I'd put it as um, third or fourth i think so it wouldn't be my first choice of a vote or my second choice but i understand why obviously 
two people went free. I, I can't really say why majority went free because the fucking the the spin the wheel of doom fucking swayed the vote in the end. So I can't really say majority went free because of this reason because majority fucking didn't. Majority of the vote got split between your fucking three categories, and our savior didn't save us. I think the biggest sway for me on this one was the um. Just the thought of that little guy getting absolutely railed by the big one <laughs> the and I was like, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to put that one up there. <laughs> oh, fucking funny! But yeah, and I was like, Alex sleep in the cinema. I don't think he was asleep. I just turned around like, right then, <laughs> we're, we're up to uh, our last three proper proper categories, and we have a, a special award to end it on. Ooh, all right, I got most anticipated game of twenty twenty four. Uh, starting off with Rise of the Ronin, which I know you're looking forward to. PS5 exclusive uh, that comes out in March. Yeah. The Wolf Among Us 2. Which doesn't have a, um, a release date. Um, no, it doesn't have a release date. <laughs> no, Skull it and Bone. It just says 2024. Uh, Skull and Bones is February, right? Yes. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws. Supposed to be the back end of yeah. the year. So I'm guessing October, November time. And then Hades 2 comes out. Summer, isn't it? Whenever it decides to come out, I don't know. Don't it's know early, it's going into early access, isn't it? First. Oh, is it? So I, f- I swear it's going to early access first. So I think it's I think it's March, some point twenty twenty four, February, some point at the back end of twenty twenty four, and I think it's summertime twenty twenty four on these ones. Mm. Obviously, the, these categories are just like the the. I think this one there was a struggle to try and think of nominees because there's not really anything. I mean, when I did my top ten, I struggled to think of ten. Uh, that had valid good reasons to be anticipated the most but i feel like these are pretty like big for their own reasons obviously rise of the ronin you say it's like very uh it's the same studio that makes very souls like mm-hmm. games and they do they do quite decent gaming plus it's a ps5 exclusive that's quite a big deal obviously wolf among us 2 it's been over 10 years since the last one skull and bones basically assassin's creed but without the assassin side of it uh star wars outlaws it's another Star Wars IP from a different studio this time. So obviously Ubisoft have got their hands on one. And then Hades 2, the first one did really well. It was like nominated for loads of awards. So it was made, it, you know, these are probably the, the, the right choices, really. So and got... the winner is The Wolf Among Us 2. Get in there, my son. Is this one we had to spin the wheel for, was it? No, this was not a spin the wheel. Um... This one was nowhere near a spin of will at all. I think. What did D vote for on this one? I don't think you would have voted for uh, Wolf Among Us. No. I know. If... You voted Skull and Bones. I imagine she would have voted Skull and Bones. I think you two are the only two people that voted Skull and Bones in. I would, is it, mine was either Skull and Bones or Hades 2. I would have voted between. I think so. you two went Skull and Bones. I think. Oh, here's me trying to get my mindset here. I think one person went Hades and then. It was three of us that went Wolf Among Us. Um, so, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Telltale games. There's not enough going on for me. I'm pressing buttons and it's just like, I know you're a big story man. So. I'm a big story man and I do love my, a good Telltale game. And obviously I love the Wolf Among Us. The first one for me is better than Walking Dead Telltale games. Love the idea. I love, the, I've been waiting for a sequel for so fucking long. So, I, I was waiting for it last year, but the fact that delayed it, so we want to make sure it was fine. I was like, make sure it's fucking fine. I want this to be perfect. This could be literally like a game of the year contender if you do it fucking right. I mean, no Telltale game's been nominated for game of the year since The Walking Dead. Uh, which is weird because the first 
Wolf Mongus was fucking like well loved, so I'm surprised that didn't get nominated. But I'm guessing there was yeah. too many other big games at the year that came out, which I don't know what came out in 2013 off the top of my head. But you know, so yeah, obviously, then I got my most anticipated here, which is obviously most anticipated movies of 2024. Mm. Obviously, again, this is just like ones that stood out the most uh, and have like big draws to them. Again, there's loads we could have nominated for these. There's a lot of, especially movies, there's a lot that could have been up for this. Um, but these are the ones that we got down to five, which is obviously Deadpool 3, Furiosa and Mad Max Saga, <clears throat> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Joker 2, and Godzilla X-Kong, The New Empire. And the winner is Deadpool 3. Ooh. This, was, this wasn't even close with this one, I will say. I don't know. I think I'm a vote for Kong. Kong. I think two of you vote for Kong. Everyone else went Deadpool on this one. I know you went Deadpool, I believe. This was, I think two were, either two or one went for Kong and the rest was just Deadpool. But Deadpool was a, a very big draw for everyone. I think because everyone just loves the Deadpool movies. And this one, for the fact it's bringing Wolverine back, like it, it, it's got everything on the cards that everyone wants. I, I like haven't even seen the second one, so... I can't even judge. I just went for Big Monkey. I was like, Big Monkey. So. I mean, yeah. all of their reasons for being up here. I mean, Deadpool 3 is the third of the Deadpool trilogy. It's the first Disney one. I see Furiosa. It's the first. Mad, Ma- Mad Max Fury was a big film. Won Oscars. Won loads of awards. Obviously, it's been fucking a long time since that one. Obviously, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the trilogy was good. Obviously, it's the first of a new trilogy. Joker 2. I mean, everyone loved Joker 1. It made like a billion dollars. And obviously, Godzilla X Kong, it's the next entry in this universe. So, I think all of their reasons why they, like, they could be draws. But I do feel like Deadpool 3 was the most likely, no matter what, to take it. Um, either that or maybe Joker 2 would have been probably the other possible candidate for it. The Joker baby. Anyway, you got your last one. Come on, some last one for you. Uh, most anticipated TV show of 2024. We've got Fallout Season 1. Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1. I guess in live action. Uh, yes, uh, release dates for these. I didn't do release dates for the movies, but fuck it. Uh, Fallout is April. Avatar yeah. is February. Uh, Shogun Season 1. February. X-Men 97 Season 1. Not a release date just yet, but it's due out at some this point year. this year. And then My Hero Academia Season 7. June or July, I think that's due out. Without, I haven't looked at obviously the winners, but knowing the group, I feel like it's going to be more academia. I know I voted Fallout. I'm pretty sure D voted Fallout. I'm pretty sure you would have gone with Shogun because you keep talking about that. But everyone else, I don't know what their preference is, but then how most I will state this was a spin the wheel. It's a spin. Uh, this went. Uh two ways on every on the three big choices uh, so it's one of the oh. things of like whatever the reveal is is happened, your camera what the camera's gone really weird for some reason oh hang on thank you i thought it was just me for a second then i was switching the other screen on to, to make sure it wasn't just me um so oh, yes yeah, so this was a this took the spin the wheel to solve the situation and again right. just like the uh, of a spin the wheel. This was like not even like a neck and neck most of the time. It was like a constant victory. 
Right, so it is. Damn, it didn't delete. It is Mohawk Academia Season 7. Disappointed, man, on Fallout. I know you was tied between Fallout and Shogun. I, I was very tied between Fallout and Shogun. I mean, I love the look of Fallout, but Shogun has just surprised me of how good it looks. Like, I'm, I'm a big Japanese, like, samurai type fan. And it just fucking blew me away. <laughs> I just stumbled across it randomly. I'm like, this looks really good. This does. I found it as like a really old TV show it's based on. Like, it's based on a book which was adapted into like a really like, like an 80s or 70s like TV show. I was mm. like, oh, that's quite interesting. I found that out while on podcast, while talking about it. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. So yeah, this obviously, I say two went Fallout, two went Shogun, two went My Hero. Uh, if I can, oh, I will state. It, obviously, if it was you and D went Fallout, um, myself and wait no, yes, myself and James went. Uh, I was I was trying to work it out, but then I was like, seven of us actually voted. What where the fucking got this from? Yeah, no, yeah, two you two went Fallout. I think myself and James went with Shogun, I believe. Uh, or it might have been me and Craig, I can't remember. Basically, me and someone else went that, and then uh, two went My Hero, and one went Avatar. I was like, oh, Avatar yeah. got one vote off of us, which is why it went first spin the wheel. Uh, it This was a tie between two, and then D fucking tied it between three. <laughs> the D made the tie even worse, but then, you know, I started to spin the wheel anyway, so, you know, either way. <laughs> so, yeah, no matter how many times I spun this, My, my Hero just kept winning. I mean, I feel like as a, a group, I, mean, I know most of us have seen My Hero, so it was probably, it's probably the most likely candidate. Um, so yeah, that's all I can say. Right, you ready for the last award? Go on, stick the bonus one on so The last award is the Golden Dragon Award. This is something I'll do each year. This is one uh, piece of media from each category will be nominated into this. Uh, and it must have had the to be nominated. You must have had to have had some sort of impact on your field of media. Mm. Uh, so, for example, for movies, it could be your box office success, your critical reviews, uh, how well you obviously how well you were received. Same goes for TV shows with viewership and that, and then games. How it could have changed the landscape of gaming and shit like that. Um, so the nominees for this there's only three for this, as I say. Nominees are from the field of gaming. Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. From the field of movies, Barbie. Ooh. And from the field of TV shows, The Last of Us Series 1. Uh, obviously, I'll point out the reasons why these are nominated. Baldur's Gate 3, obviously, change, we've explained this many times, it's changed the game so so much with uh, the gaming community. So that is easily why that is up there. It's it, impactful. It came out of nowhere. It just blew everyone away. Uh, Barbie was a difficult one because it could have easily gone Mario's way if... Uh, it hadn't beaten Mario at the box office. Yeah. And not only that, it became like the, the highest grossing movie directed by a, f- a female director. Um, it also went toe-to-toe with Christopher Nolan and came out on top. Uh, so that is why that is up there. And then The Last of Us is up there because it showed that games can be adapted if done properly. Um, okay, so the winner is Baldur's Gate 3. I feel like it definitely had the most reasons to. I feel Barbie probably had the second most reasons to do it because of obviously how well it did the box office, its reviews. Obviously, it broke a lot of records. I feel like 
that definitely probably would have been second. I think, I think obviously the main record Last of Us broke was it was the most pirated TV show twenty twenty three. Pretty impressive. It, it was the most pirated one. There's like because they always release like a list of like the most pirated TV shows. Obviously, like the media, like just to, just to show like how many people like illegally downloaded the show, and Last of Us like top the list for last year. It was like no, but no one was close. I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like Buzz Get Free, as we've explained so many times, that's probably why it was the most. And I, this was not even like, uh, no one voted for anything else. This was a full single color to pie chart on this one. This was all on Bullsgate. Everyone agreed with the reasoning behind this. Yeah. And I say, I'll be doing this one every year. I'll, obviously, I'll try and pick one from each uh, category and then everyone can have a say on it. Uh, so yeah, that's our 20 categories. So do you want to hear some stats? I did, I did work out some stats on this. Go on then. So uh, two uh, properties on here were the most nominated. Let me guess one. Bowler's Gate 3. Picking up six nominations. Second one, Spider-Man. Barbie. Ooh. But both Bowler's Gate 3 and Barbie picked up six nominations apiece. Sp- across the Spider-Verse picked up five nominations. The only other thing that picked up five was the Chat Code podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Last of Us picked up four nominations. Loki, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. The Movie, and Attack on Titan all picked up three apiece. D&D, Evil Dead, Only Murders, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Renfield, Teenage Mutant Turtles, Puss in Boots, and My Hero both picked up, all picked up two, and everyone else picked up one. Um, most wins of what we just read out was Baldur's Gate 3. It won four awards against six categories, so it only lost out on two categories. That was both in Best Actress, and mm-hmm. it also... Have I worked that out right? Were that out wrong? I think I've worked that out wrong. Where have I missed one? Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Video game. Best co-op. Uh, oh. No, wait, no. <laughs> Just give me a sec. I'll be with you in a sec. Best Are you okay? Best actress. Oh, no. I only got... It won four out of five. I don't know. I put six. I don't know why I put six down. It won for it. We've got one nomination, no, one nominee for actress, one nominee for actor, best game, best co-op, and then obviously the fucking uh, golden dragon at the end. So I don't, I don't know where I got the extra category from there. So that was that's a bit random. I just made up a category. Don't know where I made up a category, but apparently I made up a category. No, it was. I think. So I had it under um, fucking mu- uh, musical at one point for just like the bo- all the uh, bot shit, okay. but I took it out. So I'm guessing I was still counting it under that category. Um, so yeah, so obviously uh, it picked. Oh, so that means obviously that means Bob is the most nominated one we did. I mean, Bob I think... looks like it. Actress, uh, actor. You know what? I probably fucking fucked up again. He's probably used five on that one as well. Uh, musical. Uh, fucking non-comic book. Best move. No, yeah, that got six. So if I if I fucked up and it is actually six of Ball's Gate, sue me. Don't actually sue me. I don't have enough money for people to sue me. Sue me. Uh, so yeah, apparently that has 
five apparently. I don't I must I don't know how I got to six. So Barbie is the most nominated one on the board according to this. The save Ballsgate does have six. Anyway, um okay, so Ballsgate got the most wins with four wins. Obviously, as I say only lost once, that was best actress. Uh Spider Verse and Attack on Titan both picked up two awards each. Uh across Spider Verse against five categories. Obviously, it was up for uh, best movie. It was up for best animated movie. It was up for best uh, comic book adaption, best performance, both actor and actress. Obviously, it lost both. It lost the actor. It lost the best animated, and it lost the best movie. So it picked up actress and it picked up comic book adaption. Obviously, Attack on Titan won both best TV show and it won best non comic book adaption. Obviously, it just lost out on the best animated series. Then with one win apiece. Uh, Super Mario Bros. The movie, My Hero Academia, and D and D all picked up one. D and D and My Hero had two nominees each, and My uh, Mario had three. Then Alan Wake two, Scream, Jujutsu Kaisen, Wolf Among Us, Winnie the Pooh, Velma, Skull Island, Deadpool three all picked up one win against one nomination. Uh, so here's a big stat for you: Barbie was the most nominated one. Walked away with nothing. Hey, it's like Spider. <laughs> What it basically was Spider Man at the Game Awards. Uh, yeah, Barbie picked up six nominees, didn't pick a single thing. Um, obviously, Last of Us, the second most. Uh, so, before Last of Us, also a higher amount of nominees, didn't pick up a single thing. Uh, and obviously, Loki and Spider Man 2 are the only ones in the, the free category that didn't walk away with anything. So, yeah, those are some stats for you. I just thought you'd like to know the Barbie stat because I, I was like, when I was working out, I was like, fucking hell, I got nominated the most and it didn't win a single thing. The ball, obviously, overall, that won the nominees, but didn't win the night. Balls Gate 3 won the night. Uh, so, yeah, that pretty much is all the winners for this year. And so, we'll, we'll pretty much probably do it around the same point every year. It's pretty easier just to do it like middle of January. Because at least then it gives us time to work out who's doing who's doing what, gives us a chance to get on and get recorded. Um, so yeah, so that, that's the Golden Cave. As uh, each year, we'll add extra shit to it. We'll probably categories will probably come in and go. Uh, if there's nothing we can add to that category that year, especially musical moments, like that's not a guaranteed every year. So that could be something that disappears one year, comes back in next year. We replace it with something else. Yada yada. And so we might look into getting more people on. Uh, hopefully no technical difficulties next time at the start hopefully Connor understands how to uh, do this show very early on <laughs> uh, I did good yeah. and yeah, so yeah that's that's pretty much it that's that 100th episode uh, thank you for sticking with us for 100 episodes hopefully we'll get to 200 I mean, hell yeah we did better than the last podcast we gave up on around the 60 mark so we beat that by a bit fucking good chunk I mean, you're nowhere near the fucking hundredth mark for episode count, Connor. You're currently Very sitting. Nice. You're currently sitting at forty-one episodes. Yeah, so you're, I'm, I'm you're, you're nine episodes. You're nine episodes off fifty. You're also That's four right. episodes off drawing of Hayden. So you stick around for more, for five more episodes, and you'll beat Hayden. Oh yeah. I'm just a sad bastard that's been here since day one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, that is it. Obviously, you can check out the podcast on Spotify, uh, podcast, Audible, Amazon Music, etc., etc. You can check out the video on YouTube. Uh, as I said, we've got 99 episodes you can check out. Uh, so, yeah, 
that is it for this episode. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed and we shall hopefully see you next time. Goodbye. Yes. Casting catch. Oh, yeah. <laughs>